Welcome to the XYZ Experiment Podcast. Today, um, I have on the, the show with me today, Fiona Argenix. Hello. Hi, hi. Hi, Dash. And Sarah Azeniel. Hi, Sarah. Hi. And obviously myself, who is millennial. And ladies, today I wanted to chat to you because next week is a milestone birthday for me. And I am turning 40. I have had thoughts about how to celebrate this milestone and it hasn't been easy to work it all out. And I just think how I'm approaching my milestone birthdays now is very, very different to how I approached milestone birthdays in my youth. And so I wanted to see and chat to you as to whether or not it was the same for you guys. So just to give you a bit of context, I thought very long and hard about whether or not to have a party in the first instance. The things that I was thinking about is, do I just have multiple small dinners and get togethers with people? Um, How big can I make a party if I was to have a party? Who comes to the party? And I think one of the other elements I found hard was so many of my friends have children. And so then do I do a party during the day and then have children at the party or do I do it at the night knowing that some might not be able to come because they won't be able to get babysitters and it just became a very complex puzzle to solve. So wondering how you guys um, go with your milestone birthdays and what you guys have been thinking and feeling about them. Can I, can I ask a question? What is a milestone birthday? Is it the decades that we're marking? I mean, I know 18 and 21 tend to be milestone. Mm. What what marks a milestone birthday, do you think? So when I was growing up, these were the milestone birthdays in my mind. Yeah. 16 ah, was a milestone. Sweet 16, yeah. Sweet 16. 18 was a milestone. Yeah. 21 was a milestone. And then from there, it's been decades. Okay. So then 30, yeah. 40. Yeah. What about you? I, I I agree with all of those, but I think as I'm getting older, like I've had my 50th and then next year's my 55th and I'm thinking maybe that's a milestone. Yes. <laughs> I think so. A mini milestone. Yeah, like a mini between. milestone. Whereas I wouldn't have thought my 45th was. I don't know whether it's the five, five double digits, but it's like, oh, wow. And also uh, maybe we start marking them when we get older because um, – I'm not going to live to 110, so I'm over my halfway mark. <laughs> so you start thinking a bit more about that sort of stuff as well when birthdays come up. Maybe you wake up on a birthday day, thank God I'm alive. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. So how about you, Sarah? What, what, what's a milestone for you, birthday? Well, I mean, I agree with all of that. Uh, but I think that, yeah, the years, the, the mid-decade ones as well, but I think that the younger generation, like Gen Y, Gen Z, probably every year is more of a milestone. That's what I've noticed in terms of those people in my life because of social media and I guess ability to share that with people in your circle, circulate photos. Mm. I don't know. I think that birthdays have looked different for the different generations in that regard because it's gone from a private celebration, I guess, with those that are in your vicinity that can come to your birthday and that you can talk about to something that an opportunity for you to share an image or share 
your life with your whole circle. Content. It's become content. It's become content. But I don't know if that's for all younger generations. So it will be interesting because I do know some of my younger friends are not necessarily doing big celebrations and they don't it's almost like taking photos of everything has become uncool um oh it's gone the opposite it's almost gone the opposite so i wonder if there's like subcultures within that but i mean not sure but it is interesting because i remembered you know like in my all of my parties up until maybe my 30th were all in homes like there were house parties they were in my parents house yes you know, we might put balloons up, you know, we would potentially have music, We'd, you know, but it wasn't like this big, huge production, even if we had lots of people there. Um, whereas in now, um, the 40th and the 30th that I'm getting invited to are in private dining rooms, like they're fancy, they're um, or winery events, or, you know, like there is a very big element of it being a full-on event as opposed to um, a party of people gathering in someone's house. And I don't know if that's your experience too. So are you doing a full-on event for your 40th? So I've, I could, because I couldn't decide, I've yeah. gone half and half. So I'm doing some catch-ups in dinners, parties, like okay. at nice restaurants. Yeah. And um, some, and then I'm also doing a party for about 30 people. Okay. Um. But it was like, yeah, really hard to make that decision. And, and even just part of me was also like the mental load of party planning. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> but the mental load of being like, okay, I've got to work out the guest list and catering and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm really fortunate where I live is that I do have access to a, a private dining room that I can book out. Um, and I know that that's not necessarily the case. But when I was looking at other restaurants for private dining rooms and all of that kind of stuff, it was like too many options and it was like the mental decision making was too hard. Uh, one of the things I've noticed different to you don't just have your birthday day you, it's like a birthday week or a celebration like a of birthday month. month. Yeah like so I'm, I'm celebrating a birthday month. Yeah so it's not just a day anymore it's and an it's, entire carnival of dash. It's a carnival of dash, and I think particularly around a milestone, right? So my team at work threw me a surprise 40th a month early. Yeah, okay. So I feel like that's almost been the start, and I know that I'll be having catch-ups all throughout September. So I will have two months almost <laughs> of birthday dinners and celebrations. And But do you love it? Like how lovely to be celebrated like that. I think um, it is pretty tiring, though. (laughs) I do love it. I absolutely do love it. But I'm an extrovert and I love good food and I love wine and I love seeing people. But I don't know, like, does everyone do this? Like, are you, would, so for your 50th, Fiona, what did you do? Uh, So my 50th, uh, you guys will laugh, I had a party. I had it at um, a gym, a place called Bodie and Ride. And I had, (laughs) A spin party. So stop it. 
I did. So, I've never heard of this before in my life. Right, so we had a spin party. So what happened was you didn't have to spin if you didn't want to. Um, we started the party with a, a spin class with music that I had curated and we had the instructor come in and it was like dancing on the bike. It was disco. We had all these fluorescent things to wear in the room and they had the lights and you lit up fluorescent and all that sort of stuff. They weren't allowed to drink any alcohol before happen- hopping on the bike. <laughs> so, so we couldn't serve any alcohol before the bike ride. And then once the bike ride's done, they had this very big area at the back. It's really lovely, which they use as a yoga room. Um, and we had the party. And it was a it was a day party. So we had a very big party. We had the food. Uh, we made the food ourselves. Um, and just lots of speeches. It was, it was a really good time. And during a lot of the speeches, we cried and lots of great photos. Everyone in their athletic wear it was hilarious. <laughs> that was my 50th. Oh my gosh, that's incredible! <laughs> yeah, so. Sarah, what did you do for your fortieth? I just did a very, very small dinner. I I don't know. I had a massive thirtieth, okay. and I think that's probably going to be my last big party. As I'm Ooh. getting older, I'm toning down more. Like I don't want the pressure of a big party. I don't want the pressure of a big celebration of Sarah for one month at all. I I don't really do birthdays really that that much now. So I think it's more of an individual thing. I don't know. I, I just, yeah. Do you know? Very, one, very low key. One of the things about the birthday party and um, and the 50th was the first one that was this way for me, um, I know it's meant to be, you know, the celebration of Fiona, but actually, I wanted an opportunity to tell people how much I loved them and how important mm. they were to me and what they'd meant in my life to get me to this 50th. That was just so important for me. Lots of tears from me and everybody else. Just so much love in the room um, from me to them to just say, if you're here at this party, you're really important to me. There's a reason why you're here. And, um, yeah, and I think as I get older, it becomes less of a celebration about Fiona and a more of an opportunity to say, you know, I, I have you here because you're so important to me, you know, on this day. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's really, yeah. really loved. And that could be why, Sarah, you're going down to a smaller version because you you might be doing that same thing yourself. I want the people who are really important to me around me. I'm not sure. Is that Am I reading that right? Uh, I really love that sentiment. No, my my birthday dinners are, are reluctant. Uh, I guess I better do something. <laughs> <laughs> and invite two close friends for a dinner. That's it. I just, yeah, I just kind of, yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain my changing attitude with it. Well, I mean, I I probably align a little bit with Fiona in that I do also approach as an opportunity to bring people into the room to um, say you are all the special people and I want you to also meet each other. Like part of it is also like you know, oh, I'm excited for you to know this person who I've spoken to you about heaps and, you know, like it's kind of almost a networking opportunity. But, Sarah, I'm wondering whether or not also there's an element of parties can be a very consumeristic expression of life and 
maybe on a smaller scale they can be like do you feel like there's pressure to celebrate in a particular way in society today yes and that's what you're potentially saying no i'm not going to do that well that would be very on brand for me so yes i do, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I'm, if I think about it more and if I reflect on some of the things I've probably said um, over the years, yeah, like, especially with my 40th, I, I had actually planned a huge 40th leading up to it and then I just got cold feet about one year out. I was like, actually, I'm not doing anything. Um, what did you get so, cold feet about? Like, what, what I just led do, to that? I just didn't want to do, I just sort of freaked out a bit about turning 40 and I just didn't want to do anything. I just wanted it to go away. Kind of, I just okay. Um, that brings but, to something interesting about the freak out before the birthday. I'm keen to know, did you, you know, with your 40th, is it because you just thought, oh, my God, I'm 40? Like, what was that for you? Well, certainly not, oh, my gosh, I'm 40, I'm supposed to be here or be doing this or doing that because mm. as you know and as you've pointed out it's not about societal expectations with me it was more just I don't know I just didn't know how to feel about that age mm. um, and in the end it was all fine and it's obviously been fine since but I, I think I had yeah planned a huge trip and inviting all my friends and and making a real big bang of it but yeah was then just the complete opposite so but like you you still had a, a few dinners with people um no oh okay so nothing no i had well, i had one i had dinner with literally two friends okay and told okay. everybody no nah, i'm not doing I basically told everyone i'm not doing anything but then on, uh, on the quiet, just had a very tiny dinner with two very close friends and that was it. Interesting then, that concept of how do you feel about getting older because, Fiona, did you have a freak out before your 50th about turning 50? So when I turned 40, I actually thought I deserve 40. I, I'm really happy about this and I'm really mature and I really deserve 40. When I got to 50, it, it was more of a holy shit like moment and and certainly now I'm getting towards mid 50s it really is a it's weird I do think about it I think I think to myself how much more years have I got left <laughs> like I do think yeah that. and that's only in the last sort of five years and um yeah I I I just think well okay I'm 55 next year have I got 20 more years which is 75 oh my god that's not enough time to do everything I want to do I haven't said enough countries yet I haven't achieved enough yet like like it's yeah it's a little bit of a panic as I get older now <laughs> and does that make is that maybe then why you want to really have that big bang on your birthday to no. really kind of I don't, I don't know. Like, those moments every year that ticks by or those kind of half century Yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe when it. I get to 55, I just want to appreciate it. I, I, and and I, I have thought about, oh, what am I going to do for my 55th? But like in between those, like I just have family, literally. Just I don't have any big 
friends coming over or anything like that. I normally go to my sister's house and we have a roast and I've made a cake. You know, that's what my birthday Mm. is. And the other thing too that's changed quite a lot for me is I actually don't need any gifts anymore either. I just don't need any gifts. So, you know, I'd rather you just came and saw me and spent time with me or maybe the the prices we might go out for a lunch or a meal or something, spend the money that Mm. way rather than spending it on buying me anything because I think I've told you guys before you know you spend your first 50 years accumulating so much stuff and then you spend the next getting rid of it all so you know I just what's important to me as I've got older and birthdays is these relationships is really where it's at nowadays whereas I think when I was a lot younger want gifts you know not not so much I'm talking about friends and all that but like my husband you know what's he going to get me for my birthday and that I don't even care anymore yeah that's the change yeah that's, I mean, it's it's really an interesting thing because I actually forgot to put that in the invite, not to give gifts, not to bring gifts. <laughs> so, I do much prefer the relational element of them. Just or, or something like like or something really thoughtful for some from somebody, you know. I, I don't know, Sarah. Maybe I've been influenced by you over the years that. You know, I just think a lot about, is that tomorrow's landfill? I do think that's yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> like, well, I really yes, I do, say to, I do say to people who might be thinking about buying me things, don't buy me landfill. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I just call it landfill. Yeah. Don't, I don't want any landfill. Just don't get me landfill. I don't want us to exchange landfill. <laughs> Which yeah. is not to say I'm not grateful, obviously, for any friends listening who bought me bought me amazing gifts, it sounds terrible. Of course, that's very valued, but yeah, there's no pressure. Like there's I, no pressure. Yeah, very much. I just it's spending time, as you said, is is really what I want to be doing. My nearest and dearest. Um, the the other thing I was just going to say, like circling back, Fiona, to you talking about how. It's almost like, oh wow, a celebration of still being here, and you know how much, how many more years that do I ha- do I have? I had wanted to throw a party for myself for my thirty fifth birthday, mm-hmm. um, but I that was the year like I'd been diagnosed with type one diabetes. I was pretty unwell with MS, and so I didn't end up having a party. So I had a big party on my thirty sixth. Yes, yeah. And, um, and, uh, and and was it an I am still here party? I am still here. <laughs> and survivor. so much of it was, oh, my God, I'm still alive. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think I had a real thing of I almost died last year. Like that, And so I threw a party almost to be like, I'm still alive. And it's amazing that I can even, like, do a party and, like, like all of that kind of stuff. So I totally get that um, sense of going, whoa. And I think particularly when you've got, health issues and I always think about it is a privilege to age like it is a privilege to get older and how do we kind of celebrate that um in in a context where sometimes I think there's a society that is like no you need to hold on to youth instead of saying oh no it's actually aging is a privilege and and having lines on your face and growing older and looking older is a good thing what what are what are some of the canon that's important to you for a birthday? I'll I'll go first. Mm. Mine is a birthday cake. Yes. I still love a birthday cake. Homemade preferable, but yeah, that's a canon for me. Even if I'm celebrating on my own, I am going to have a birthday cake that day. Is there something that's like that for either of you two? I feel bad to admit it in front of Sarah. 
Because even though I don't really want presents and like Scott and I don't exchange presents or anything, I always will buy myself a birthday outfit. Yeah, but that's oh, okay. I love- <laughs> <laughs> You'll wear it to a death, I know. Outfit, I love that. That's a cute. birthday outfit. And so, yeah. Um, although I will say for this year, yeah, because I've got like weddings this year, I have bought outfits that I'm going to be wearing for weddings more than for my actual birthday. But I have a cool outfit for my birthday anyway. But Sarah, what about you? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. No. Love that. It's oh, so Sarah. Well, maybe, okay, maybe um, I have three very old friends uh, who I went to school with who have the same birthday as me. Oh. And uh, so, and it's a, it's a, it's a interesting sequence of numbers. So we feel very special and unique with our sequence of numbers for our birthday. So we'll usually every year, and that's literally the only contact that we, <laughs> that I have with these people. We don't actually communicate in between our birthdays. Um, we will exchange a little, Facebook message, just celebrating us and making fun of our birthday, and that's it. That's probably the only tradition. Oh my gosh, that's so funny! But how cool that you have people who have the same birthday. Um, question: What was a childhood birthday party that stood out to you, and why? Um, I used to always have the same birthday party as a child for years and years oh. and years with my mum's best friend. And her two daughters and us uh, three girls, because by then my sister, um, one of my sisters wasn't born yet because I was 17 when she was born. Um, and we would go to each other's homes on on my birthday and we would get to pick out the cake that my Annie Raywin would make because uh, she was actually a professional cake maker. And the cake would either be the dolly in the cake, always the oh, dolly. Yes, with yeah. the skirt. Yeah, with the big skirt. So you could choose that. Or you could choose a cake which had buttercream on it and the sides were all covered in um, coloured popcorn. So the entire side was covered in coloured popcorn. And then on the top was Lifesaver lollipops and the whole top would be covered in Lifesaver lollipops. So you had a choice of which cake that you would want. And that was my birthday party for years, years and years and years. And like when I look at, and we would always traditionally take a photo of all of us all gathered up, squished up together all laughing. Um, I've got a whole series of them for like my seventh birthday, my eighth birthday, my ninth birthday, my 10th birthday. And that's how we spent our birthdays every year. (laughs) Wow. So do you think that's why you need to have a cake every year? I think so, because it was really part of the part of the process of that. Yeah. yeah. And maybe why I like to be with family and friends so much, because that's traditionally what my birthdays always were. Like we never invited friends over for it or anything like that. I don't remember ever having any school friends over for my birthdays. That changed in my high school years. Um, but, yeah, just just always that's my recurring memory of my birthdays. How, how about how about you two? I, one of my standout birthdays was probably my 12th birthday, which happened at my parents' house. And I had, I think it was my whole class of girls just the girls from primary school over and um I like still remember like baby doll dresses were in fashion back then and so I had a new baby so the outfit is important I had a new baby doll dress to wear I had my hair pigtails 
Um, and the girls all contributed money and bought me rollerblades. Wow. And it was just the most, like, I don't know. It was just epic. And I remember we were, like, just sitting there and listening to Mariah Carey. And it was just such a, like, incredible, like, sense of, oh, my goodness. I'm, like, I felt like such an adult. And I felt like such a, oh, my gosh, I've got, like, all these cool, amazing things um, and people in my life. And so that was probably the start of, like, birthdays being, like, a big deal for me. And a big social thing because you're right up until that a lot of it had kind of probably been more family dominated that was probably one of my big birthday parties was the first one was grade six turning 12. And And I think that's probably the same for one I remember is where my whole class got invited and it went from being a family thing to like having friends there and just you know everybody everybody from my class and feeling like a little adult in my Frilly dress and headband. Um, yeah. It's like yeah. your first chance to be a, the rock star, you know, the centre of, of attention sort of thing, really. Yeah. And, like, just I think there's a different dynamic to having family versus friends at a party mm. and um, having friends who you've who are, like, something special to you relationally outside of an obligation family kind of situation and I think the other big thing that happened is one of my bestest friends in the world we met when we were 15 our birthdays are a month apart so we had quite a few parties that were joint Uh yeah and so we either had them at my house or we had them at her house and they were big like we had all of our uni friends or you know high school friends over at those times and I just remember would and and our families would be there but I remember would just look around the room and just being like wow, this is our this is our community. And it's like you were saying before, you know, in the first couple of decades of your life, you, you collect. Like my circle of friends was so big back then. And now I look at my circle of friends and it's like so much smaller, like so much smaller. <laughs> it was normal to have a party with 80 people. Like that was just normal. And now it's like, oh my gosh, 30 just seems overwhelming. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's Dash. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the XYZ Experiment podcast and don't forget to leave a rating and a review. If you've enjoyed our show and um, like what you're hearing, tell all your friends and family and hit that subscribe button. If you want to hear our updates and know when episodes drop, follow us on Instagram at the XYZ Experiment for all the latest updates and news. And our original music was composed and performed by the amazing Luke Champion.